welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, me, Raylene, and me, it's Ariel. What's up? <laughs> Not too much. It's a very rainy day. Very rainy, mm. gray-ish yeah. kind of a day. Um, yeah. And what have I done today? You know what I did? I went to <laughs> the town near me to yeah. pick up something on Facebook Marketplace and the person didn't show up. I hate that. That's never actually happened to me before. It's happened to me the other way where like I'm selling something and they're supposed to come by and they just Mm. don't. And then they either ghost or they're like, sorry, I didn't make it. And it's like, why? You have a phone. I know you're on your phone all of the time because we're (laughs) all on our phones all the time. Why did you not communicate? Um, But like this was annoying because I like it was a whole hour, hour and a half out of my day. I had to drive half an hour away to get to this town and then I was supposed to meet them. He never showed up. And then after half an hour, I was like, okay, I guess I'll go back home. So it was just an hour and a half completely Ugh, wasted. I hate that. I got back home, went to the hardware store, did a couple tasks, got back to my house. And then I get a message from him. And he was <laughs> like, sorry, wow. my phone died and my alarm didn't go off. And I'm like, hmm. okay. And he was like, if you're Great. still around, I could give it to you now. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I live a half hour away from that town it it was an hour and a half of my day gone yeah jerk. And he, and he was like i feel really bad where do you live and i was like i'm telling you i don't live in town he's like i don't care i will deliver it to your house oh that's good and i was like okay listen i have to drive <laughs> past your town in a couple of days right so yeah. i how about we meet on like the corner of the highway somewhere <laughs> <laughs> like at an exit and uh, you can just give it to me then and he was like, no problem. And I will give it to you for free. Oh, it was, it was only going to be $20. So, well, that's and nice I, so I was like, that's really nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Cause that covers the gas that I wasted, sir. Yeah. Anyway, that was today's saga. <laughs> wow. Well, God, I hope that doesn't happen to me at the time of this recording. I still have to go pick up my couches from somebody yes. on marketplace and we're driving uh, about 40 minutes away. So if luckily it's at a house so there's got to be somebody home hopefully yeah you can just sit in their driveway this yeah, is our house now ring their doorbell a hundred times uh, so yeah i'm looking awesome. i'm looking forward to that being over <laughs> are well, you putting the couches in a u-haul truck or something like where are you keep because you don't move into your apartment until tomorrow this is the logistics i don't understand where are the couches gonna be tonight somewhere in this house oh, okay so you're bringing them here for just yes. the one that i got you okay yeah. Whew, that's we tough. get the moving truck tomorrow morning and then yeah. we'll load them up okay cool, um, cool, cool but yeah but i mean technically we are getting the keys tonight so i could potentially move them in but they'll already be unloaded so it's probably just gonna happen tomorrow anyway yeah sure it's gonna be a big day Tomorrow. that is gonna My be a God. big day that's gonna be a real don't text raylene kind of a day yeah like <laughs> leave me alone i will be unreachable or i will be in a bad mood <laughs> just just don't do it Raylene's <laughs> losing it over there um well you know what maybe uh answering some recommendations will calm us all down <laughs> absolutely we have some great recommendations here um some really good ones actually in fact i'm really excited for for one of them in particular but let's just jump right in i will start with the one at the top of our list this one comes from chloe who says i love the color yellow what book feels like a yellow book to you it doesn't have to have a yellow cover although bonus points if it does so what did you pick for this one i'm very curious this one was kind of hard for me honestly it was hard for me too and i was looking at my shelves and it was you know what the problem is 
books have covers covers have colors and then so my head just so my brain i should say maybe not my head my noggin it associate do you remember that creepy book noggin let's not yeah i was actually just thinking about it that that book has yellow on the cover so you could have picked that one that freaked me out i didn't read that book because it just scared me um (laughs) no but what i was gonna say is like my uh, mind just affiliates the color of the book of the spine Mm -hmm. and everything with the color of the book so it's really hard for something to override that yeah so first i want to just say a book that is yellow and because i thought that might be fun and that is mm-hmm. convenient store woman by saya Kamaraja. oh that's perfect it's a very yellow book bright mm-hmm. yellow and i was but i was like okay i was like this is probably the yellowest book on my bookshelves but do i feel like that book is yellow what color do i associate with convenient store woman mm-hmm. and i realized that yellow does fit it but specifically highlighter yellow there's something about that book to me that's like fluorescent lights i'm just oh yeah just this bright fluorescence of the convenience store which i guess Mm -hmm. is kind of could be yellow do you have a color that comes to mind for convenience store woman um i was gonna say like pale gray (laughs) because it's kind of bleak yeah like kind of dreary bleak not nothing exciting you know kind of bland in a way maybe even beige wow that's very interesting yeah for (laughs) me it's like i just imagine that fluorescent you know when you're like in a horrible room (laughs) Mm -hmm. like a basement or a garage or something and you flick on the light and it flicker 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 fluorescent flicker and then it it makes that little squeeze sound (laughs) as it turns on and then you just have to kind of live in that morgue like hospital like vibe Mm -hmm that's the color of a convenience <laughs> store woman for okay. me. Okay, <laughs> I feel that. But the book I picked that gives me a yellow vibe is very different. Amy and Roger's Epic Detour by Morgan oh, Matson. Yeah. Not yellow like our mugs yellow. Mugs available at uh, <laughs> Um, But more like a golden yellow. And okay. I do think it's because of the cover honestly because the cover is very sunset but the Mm -hmm. book is about a road trip and and it just feels you know you're crossing america and it does feel very much like a sunset kind of a book right it's about grief and loss and recovery and um it sort of feels like you know well she's like literally moving across the country one life has closed and another one is starting and it feels Mm -hmm. like that sunset is happening so yeah I didn't mean to get so metaphorical there for a second. <laughs> Don't really know what happened, but I meant it, damn it. Uh, what did you pick? <laughs> well, I I too struggled with trying not to pick something that was yellow. So yeah. I didn't do that. I just decided, <laughs> you know what? It just don't do it. Also, Embrace. the other thing is I don't have my bookshelf, my books available to look at. So I mm-hmm. kind of was like, I just have to go off of my gut here. So I decided to pick Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. Interesting. Because That's such a blue book to me. Yeah, to, it, it is blue because of the cover. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. like to think that it's not like blue is kind of like associated with sadness and sure. kind yes. of, you know, that kind of vibe. And I think this book is it's a beautiful book about friendship yeah. and like the start of something new and to like a coming of age and you know, kind of discovering yourself. And that kind of reminds me, I guess, of The Perks of Being a Wallflower a little bit, which is a yellow book also um, in true. one of its covers. I mean, it's kind of like a limey green yellow it's thing. Like, but anyway, the cover, yeah, I have is yeah, green. Yeah, but anyway, I kind of, 
associate that same feeling of just like beginnings and like kind of more like a pale yellow like a buttery yellow not like a bright ah, yellow yes, for yes, this yes. one yes. Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. aristotle and dante it's just like it's such a pure you know it's like a pure friendship beautiful beginning of a love story kind of vibe and just like it's just nice it kind of feels like a warm hug which is would what i associate say, as yellow would you say yellow like the pale moon kind of a yellow sure yeah. Thank you. I like wanted to buttery. get for <laughs> <laughs> Yellow like like margarine. <laughs> That's Wait, what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, not butter, margarine. Margarine. Okay? Not actual butter. No, margarine. So yeah, that's oil my pick. based. That's my pick for the yellow book. I hope that it satisfies. All right. That's which, fun. We've we've done quite quite a few color recommendations I, yeah, lately. It's, it's funny. It's like I I don't know. It's tricky. We should just do the whole rainbow. It's funny, though, because the last time we did lilac, we did like purple. And mm. you specifically said that it was easier for you because you didn't have to read the book. You could just pick a purple book. But mm -hmm. this yellow, because she was asking like something that feels like yellow, it actually yeah. became way harder. because Complicated. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, okay, this next recommendation, one of my faves we've ever received. I love this so much. I'm obsessed with this one. When I saw it, I was like, really, we're doing this one. It's incredible. <laughs> this is from Kelly. Oh, Kelly. I we're ready. Okay, Kelly, get ready. Okay. <laughs> I am looking for book recommendations for my Nana, as I am the sole supplier of sending her books. Oh, she is yes. a bit specific in her taste. She likes survival stories, fast-paced mystery slash courtroom dramas, and only page turners under our 250-ish uh, pages. So far, she has loved Hatchet by Gary Paulson, Between Shades of Grey by Ruta Sepetis, and Still Alice by Lisa Genova. She is in the very early stages of memory loss, and I want to get her books she will really enjoy. Thank you for any help to keep my Nana reading. This is what the podcast was born to do. I we were born it. for this it. moment. I'm obsessed with this question. Raylene, what did you pick? Okay. This one was hard. I really wanted to pick a great book for Nana, and I yeah. think that I, I think that I did it. Um, so I've decided to go. I've talked about this book a lot, but I've decided to go with Miracle Creek by Angie Kim Ooh. because this one has to be one of the most page turnery courtroom like That's related perfect. books That's that perfect. I've read ever. That's perfect. Um, yeah, like this is the type of book that you can sit down and read in one sitting because there's so much going on. Like it kind of bounces back and forth between like the courtroom stuff that's happening and then kind of like what happened before. So you're kind of getting both sides of the story. You don't really know what's going on until it all kind of leads into this great like kind of climax when you find out everything that's going on and like the court case is so intriguing and so interesting. And so that... I just feel like we'll be perfect for Nana. I really hope that Nana would like that book. That's literally the perfect book, Raylan. Genuinely, knock it oh, out perfect. of the ballpark, 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. Oh, also you because so it feels great because I know you really love that book. So I love it so much. I think yeah. Nana will like it too. Yeah. Um, I guess we don't know her name. We just have adopted her She's as Nana. our Nana as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She can be our Nana. I picked three books. Um, <laughs> I'll go through th through them quickly because they're all books i've talked about before but god okay. i just wanted nana to get something good and, <laughs> and i figured if i give kelly a few options she will know which one of these is that's best. solid yeah number one the storied life of aj fickry mm. um by gabrielle zevin between shades of gray is kind of a sad book right i haven't read yeah it, it just seems kind so. of melancholy from yeah. what i get it's about so, war 
Yeah, the storied life of AJ Fickery is that sort of feel-good melancholy, and it's short. It's under 300 mm. pages, if I remember correctly. Um, and more more importantly, I guess, than it being actually short, it felt short. Like, it felt like yeah. a quick read. Um, it had such beautiful characters, a really heartfelt story. It's about a guy who runs a bookshop, and one day a baby is left in his bookshop, and he's like, okay, I guess I've got to raise this baby now. And he does, and it's just, like, a really beautiful story. Somebody wrote in to us a while ago being like it's pretty sad so apparently yeah. it's a little bit more emotional than i remember make a note of that kelly um number two okay this i just <laughs> kelly, <laughs> kelly if you actually buy this book for your nano i will give you a, the biggest high five i just thought this would be so hilarious bastard by max the ravi gay <laughs> so this is a graphic novel about fugitives on the run and I just feel, or in fact, I just know that graphic novels weren't very popular or mainstream until pretty recently. Mm -hmm. there, have, there have always been graphic novels and, and illustrations and stuff, but they just are obviously way more in the mainstream now. So I'm guessing that Nana probably hasn't read any or at least many. Yeah. And based on the like adventure action-y stuff with cool characters that you've mentioned, I feel like she would really like this book. It's really, it's, you read it, right? Yeah, it was really good. It is really good. It's got a compelling plot and a fa fast moving story. The characters are really interesting and the drawings are really cute while at the same time being like a little, it's, it's about fugitives. So they're on the run. There's mm -hmm. like, it's got some action to it. Um, so I thought that would be perfect, but I understand if you don't want to give your Nana a graphic <laughs> novel about violence. <laughs> um, but the third and final book, I had to shout it out, Albatross by Mr. Terry Fallis. Yes. It's, it, it is not under 250 pages. I feel like it's like a normal 320 or 350, maybe it's even yeah. 400 it's, pages. I think it's 400. It's kind of, it's one of those books Oops. that has very wide margins, yeah. wide line spacing. So it's a bit longer, but it's not But long. it didn't read long. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Obviously one of my favorite books, one of the books I've talked about the most on the pod because I read it while we were on the pod. So I can't mm -hmm. shut up about it. But um, <laughs> it's the story of a guy who, without knowing it, with no real rhyme or reason, turns out to be incredible at golf and it launches his life into this insane career of golf but it doesn't even like golf but it just goes <laughs> off the rails there are some really crazy things that happen yeah. it's a really interesting story about a character who's trying to figure out like what is the meaning of life for him and what is the like meaning of integrity but it also has just this wacky fun adventure plot like it could totally yeah. be an adventure movie um i love that book those love that book so i think nana <laughs> will like it too god damn Gosh, it I, hope I wish nana we could just rename this podcast like books for nana <laughs> <laughs> for everyone's nana everybody send us your uh, nana recommendations nana. Yeah, tell me what your nana likes <laughs> we'll get back to you oh, okay man, all right. yes time for oh i like this one a lot this one is about knitting and audiobooks. Oh, yes, this one... yes. This is a cool one. <laughs> this one comes from Ariana, who says, A couple of months ago, I discovered your podcast and I've fallen in love. I listen to it all the time. Gosh, I love when people tell us that. Thank you. 
Around the same time, I started to really get into knitting, so this podcast became my go-to thing to listen to as I knit. The problem is I've recently caught up and have listened to all of the episodes, so I can only really listen while knitting on Sundays. What is a book that you think would be great to listen to while knitting? It can be nonfiction, fiction, anything really. Also, this isn't really a book recommendation, but if you listen to any podcast, do you know any that would be good to knit to? Ooh, good to knit to. That's fun. I don't really listen to any podcasts. Um... So I don't have much there, but how for books, for books, I came up with one that I thought would be really good because I actually listened to it while I was cross-stitching. Perfect. I've listened to many books while cross-stitching because one cross-stitch takes like five books at least just to do time-wise, depending how long the audiobooks are. But I've, yeah, definitely listened to my fair share of audiobooks while cross-stitching. And the one that has stood out to me the most I guess in the past little while is um, The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon by Stephen King, which Mm. I was not expecting to like that much. It's kind of, it seems like an underrated Stephen King book. Like I don't really, I didn't know anything about it going in and was kind of like, I don't know about this, but I gave it a chance and it was fantastic. Like the audiobook was really great. The narrator, it's like the main character is I think nine years old, but Mm. the narrator was able to like read her without sounding annoying, which was really good. And while still making her feel young, um, which I feel like is a really hard thing to do. That's a, that's a hard line to walk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, basically the basic plot is that this girl is out in the forest with her mom and her brother and they get separated. And so she's just out in the woods by herself and she's very young and she's like just trying to survive, but there's kind of a spooky presence in the forest as well. And she doesn't know what it is um and so she's kind of dealing with that as well but it was a great audiobook and it's the type of book too that's like easy to listen to while you're doing something else Mm. because they're like there isn't like a ton of stuff going on that you could like if you miss you know 10 seconds of audio you're going to be like oh god i don't understand anything that's happening like it's pretty it's pretty simple plot right um so it's easy to follow even if you're kind of doing something else at the same time so that's why particularly i picked this because it worked perfectly for me cross-stitching and while you're cross-stitching you're counting and i was still able to follow the book so (laughs) that's pretty good that's Again, that sounds perfect. I mean, if you actually did an activity that is analogous, 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 there it is, to uh, <laughs> to knitting, then it must be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked, I actually, I'm pretty excited about the ones I picked, um, <laughs> just because I think that they work really well. I didn't, I didn't knit while I listened to them. <laughs> How dare you? But I, uh, I did play video games. And um, I was still able to focus on both things at the oh, kind of cool. same time. Yeah. Um, but also, I picked two nonfiction books because personally, <sighs> I can't listen to a fiction book and do anything else. It's yeah. very confused. My mind gets confused. So if um, Ariana needs uh, either fiction or nonfiction, we got you covered. So mm-hmm. the two books I picked are How to Do Nothing by Jenny O'Dell. I just feel like knitting is this nice slow art that isn't like you know what i mean like it's not like uh you're on you're on a screen or anything yeah so you're like doing this like wonderful mindful um meditative thing reading this book i feel like you could actually zen out if you're listening to this book and reading and and knitting because it's like the this book is literally about being calm (laughs) like this book is literally about like get leave your phone the the subtext is or the subline is resisting the attention economy and it's like don't make your hobbies about money go out into nature live your dreams 
and imagine if you're knitting while you're listening to them i also feel like you know how you said this before on the podcast and i totally have this as well you remember books in the contexts in which you read them Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you like made a cross stitch while reading a book, you will always affiliate the cross stitch with the book. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like, um, knitting something, like if you're like knitting a scarf and you're listening to how to do nothing, you'll have a bunch of epiphanies and you'll always associate that scarf with your epiphanies. So anyway, <laughs> that's a weird thing to say, but I mean epiphany it. Scarf. Um, and then the second book, I had to recommend this vanishing fleece by Clara Parks. Mm, do you remember yeah. that book I read? Yep. So this is a, a nonfiction book not really a memoir it's more of an exploration but it's like this what this woman clara park she loves knitting it's about knitting she loves knitting and um all sorts of different yarn things oh god i don't know anything about yarn well like i sort of do because i read this book but yeah. i just i just mean i don't know much about the knitting world i don't know the right words um but this is a book where she had a friend that um ha- like has sheep and had some extra wool but like giant bales of wool we're talking like huge right and clara was like i could buy those from you and so she buys them and then she's like they're like at the rawest state of being and she's like well now i have to undergo the entire process of going from raw wool to finished yarn what is that process and so it's basically like this giant exploration of the wool industry and like what is Mm. wool and where does it come from and is it good is it bad what are the positives the negatives what's happening in that world what are the politics involved it's interesting it's really interesting it's fascinating to kind of like deep dive into a world i don't know anything about i didn't know anything Mm -hmm. about why would i know about wool right (laughs) like big wool wool what are we talking about um (laughs) But it was really interesting and it sort of was one of those, I don't even remember how I picked this book out, but it was one of those moments where I was like, God, there's so much I don't know. There's so much going yeah, on out there. That makes me want to read that well, like also while knitting because yes. I am a knitter, a knitist yeah. as I like to call myself. Um, a knitist. And- <laughs> so my friend and I call ourselves, we're knittists. Um, and I, yeah, I, I knit quite a lot. Like no, I'm not like super, super great at it or anything, but I've been knitting for a long time. I've made lots of fairly simple projects that I enjoy. I'm actually knitting a sweater right now um, because I'm moving. I packed it away. So it's yeah. it's going to get finished once I've moved. But it's like, it's, it's going to be huge basically because I messed Whoa. up the pattern and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stick with it. Whoa. So it's going to be like really giant, wide. Giant sweater, and just... Yeah, because also I was gifted a whole bunch, like maybe 10 balls of this like nice kind of lilac-y, purple <gasps> yarn. Sounds and I was amazing. like, what am I going to do with all of this yarn? And Are I'm, you going to um, run out? No. I've no, only used, enough. I think I've used like three balls so far and I'm already on the second half of the sweater and then I took oh, it to okay. the sleeves. So it'll be fine. I'll have some leftover probably. I was, but... was going to say, you could do that like cool color blocking thing where like the sleeves are different colors to the torso. I could if you if you ran out of yarn i thought that would look cool but lilac lavender sounds beautiful yeah so once that's done maybe i'll put a picture up because it's i know some people mentioned on our um on patreon i put up a video of me packing up my books recently and i mentioned that i used a bunch of the all of this yarn that i'm talking about now to like stuff the book boxes so that the books wouldn't move around that's smart and people were like you knit what is going on what is this i need to see your project so um maybe i'll the people who join our live streams know you knit because you always wear your hats that's true that's true. I've made myself many a hat. So yeah, I'm excited. Once I move, I'll get to knit some more and start a new cross stitch. I am craving crafts. <laughs> I, I need to craft. craving crafts. 
Um, I need to craft. Craft is life. But yeah, you should listen to Vanishing Fleas because it just it was it was very interesting and eye opening about wool and the wool industry. Mm-hmm. You know why I think I read it? It was because I um I had done a sponsorship. This was like two years ago, two and a half years ago. I did a sponsorship for this company that was like they it was a wool company like they did wool sweaters and and wool scarves and stuff like that and so i did like a sponsored post and and i looked deeply into wool because Mm -hmm. i was like okay i know wools come from animals are they treated well are they not is this good is this bad is it similar to leather is it you know what i mean um and i was like i want to make sure that i feel justifiable in this decision and i'm very pro wool now after everything i learned from that big deep dive and then also from this book wool is awesome it's completely renewable material um obviously there is always going to be harmful farms but that's just yeah. like it's just if there's bad people running a farm you, you can't really control the situation but there's um so many great farms that like love their sheep and take care of their sheep and give the sheep good life and then you have to shear them and wh- one thing i didn't know was that we have engineered over time through like biological now i'm just getting into my fleece facts but (laughs) over time we've engineered sheep just like through selective breeding and stuff um so that they don't shed their own wool so humans have to shed them like i don't know if people know this but like you have to humans need to shed sheep or else they get like giant and like they like suffocates them and stuff you know what i mean like they just get too giant um which is really interesting so i'm like okay now they actually are reliant on us we can't just Mm -hmm. abandon them um the big problem with wool is that a couple decades ago there was like this giant scandalous thing of these people that were doing these really horrible horrible farming techniques that absolutely were brutal to sheep in australia and australia is the only place that like i think you can still do this but nowhere else in so if as long as your wool's not coming from but even in australia i think they don't do it anymore Anyway, it was like one of those situations where the branding got a massive hit and now people are like working off of old information. Fascinating. Sorry, I'll stop talking now. I know (laughs) uh, people should check out the book, but yeah, it made me want to read more books as well that are like just about topics I totally don't know anything about. Yeah, that's true. I like that idea. I think the book would hit even better if I did knit a lot. I know how to knit, but I just like I don't knit a lot. So if I I was a knitter, really intrigued to learn more about it. As a knitist. <laughs> what if you're like a seamstress? A knitress? N- n- nah, it doesn't work as good. A knitstress. Knitstress. <laughs> <laughs> I can be whatever I want to be. <laughs> um, oh, that was fun. All right. Our last recommendation request. This one was tricky. As teased in the last episode. <laughs> yes, you're right. We did tease it. Wow. We didn't mean to save it till the, right at the end. But there's a good go. one. That's life. This was, I had a really hard time with this. I don't know if you did. You didn't? It's you, um I, for the first like two minutes that I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, this is tough. And then I just, I had a system. I'll explain it as I go through okay, my- Okay, very um, interesting. Yeah, so this head. comes from Sarah and she asks, hello, Ariel and Raylene. My question for you is this, Raylene, if Ariel was one of your favorite books, which one would she be? And Ariel, vice versa. Lots of love from Italia. this one i feel like can go in many different directions um originally i was trying to think what is my favorite book that reminds me of you the most and i couldn't really come up with one that wasn't a book we had both read and like wasn't like a mutual favorite like i thought of you because it was a book you recommended to me or whatever so i tried i i went in a different direction i started to think what are some 
facets of you or your personality that I can associate with a book. No, no, it's not bad. It's not bad. There's a sp- also, there's a spider on my laptop. What's going on? Everything's gone to freaking hell. It's it's almost Halloween. These are just the things that happen. Um, okay, it's gone now. So I kind of started by thinking, okay, I'm like, what's a book that is ambitious and determined and wonderful and so i thought this is going to seem so random but i picked the name of the wind by patrick rothfuss because (laughs) okay listen i've got lots of reasons for this i'm here i'm here okay this book is one like i said ambitious because it's quite long it's complicated it's got a lot going on it's very how you answered this question this is a cool way to answer thank you what you mean about your system yeah my system and then i was like okay what's another thing about ariel she's very smart and so i was like (laughs) the name of the wind is a very smart book the magic system is really well created and like it makes sense it's almost scientific in how much it makes sense like it feels real so i was like this Uh, book is very smart okay okay, and um yeah 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 i also thought it was kind of funny that it's a fantasy book because you don't read fantasy but i was like you know what ariel's always willing to try new things you never (laughs) before before this year nobody knew you were going to get into woodworking so you know what (laughs) fuck it i can pick a fantasy book for this (laughs) um and um you're very like determined and always like trying to move forward in life and the main character in the name Mm. of the wind is very much like that as well he kind of starts from a place thank you he he starts from like a very low place where he is an orphan he's poor he has Mm. nothing but he really aspires to get into this fancy magic school and he really wants to continue his love for music and so he has he, he basically needs to get himself a lute and so he starts from being like i have nothing he finds a lute it's in terrible condition he's like okay what do i have to do to make this loot work and so he like does everything he can to like make everything work and i i that just reminds me of you in a lot of ways so i decided to pick the name of the wind also it is my favorite book so just saying (laughs) favorite book favorite person i don't know (laughs) Uh, oh raylene i wish i'd gone first because i there's no way i can follow that up that was so nice i had i just i really had to take a deep dive when i was coming up with that one that was so lovely i feel a little shy now i feel like (laughs) i don't know are you blushing i'm a little bit blushing that was really kind damn it oh man i feel emotional honestly i've been losing it in my older years i've gotten very emotional um okay i sucked at this (laughs) that's okay i'm ready well basically because i you know how you said at the beginning you were like i was basically looking at books that you associated with me yeah 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 yeah. and then you were like that's not good enough and then you went in your different direction Mm -hmm. i stayed in the first place (laughs) and i was like I was like, I guess these are the books that I really associate with Raylene yeah. and like are my Ariel and Raylene books. Yeah, definitely. But like, I wish I'd thought of it in your way. Um, so I kind of, you know what? There you go. Um, one is slightly emotional. So maybe that will save Ooh, me. Okay. I'll, really, I'll lay it on thick when I get to that one. Um, the first one is Everybody Sees the Ants by A.S. Yes, King. Yes, 100%. Just in my heart, that book is is so so deeply linked to you to Mm -hmm. us and to our early internet friendship right so when i look at that book i just think about you and me being 17 being 16 17 18 being friends on the internet being pen pals being pen pals yes writing each other letters sending each other books and stuff like that like literally 
drawing each other little doodles like <laughs> it was just this very beautiful pure time and and the book is a ya book and we were like teens mm-hmm. so that is probably like what instantly was the first book that came to yeah, mind for me um and then the right after that was 172 hours because like similarly i just those are our books those are our books you know then the next one when i was like looking and scrolling through was twilight because oh, yeah, that's a good point. We didn't originally have our Twilight stories together. Like you yeah. read Twilight before we met. I read Twilight before we met. But then you and me have sort of like talked a lot about Twilight I together, <laughs> and we re re we reread the series and yeah. watched all the movies together. Although we never watched Breaking Dawn Part Two, which I think is hilarious. Um, Maybe one and day. We did our whole Forks Farm project where we played. For people who don't know, a couple of years ago <laughs> we played Stardew Valley, completely twilight themed mm-hmm. um and discuss twilight film. and stuff <laughs> um like we would we were doing a read by like chapter by chapter reading so that book also now is like deeply affiliated with you in my brain mm-hmm. um so yeah and then oh, i feel like there was one recent one that we'd done oh it was just convenience store woman that's just like one that's of the true recent that one ones that was up. Just felt like a you and me book that's like more modern. I was like, are they all teen books? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be something else. But then the the last one I thought of was a little bit not the same thing. Okay. And it's Anne of Green Gables. And oh. here's why. In okay. my brain, I'm Anne and you're Diana. Yeah. And it might just be literally because obviously I would affiliate more with Anne because she's the main character in my head. I'm the main character. Mm -hmm. And then in the book, she's her best friend. But then also we sort of look like them a little tiny bit in that Anne is got the like long hair and braids and then Diane has got the dark hair and stuff. So I just Mm -hmm. feel like we sort of fit into the and the shorter hair. Absolutely. Um, We sort of. Yeah. So I'm like, I was really trying to think of best friend books and like best friend characters oh, and i was like yeah, nothing yeah. tops their like kindred spirit thing mm-hmm. um it's beautiful so you're my kindred spirit but i also i don't necessarily think of you as diana do you know what i mean yeah. like the character of diana isn't very raylene but the mm-hmm. friendship of Anne and diana is very ariel and raylene to me totally if yeah. you know what i mean like that one of my favorite parts from Anne of green gables is when Anne accidentally gets diana drunk oh, incredible that's the one of the funniest things ever incredible incredible (laughs) i'm like that's something that could have happened with us you know (laughs) we don't need to go into our drunken endeavors uh there has been a couple interesting nights around here (laughs) let me tell you true (laughs) it's weird though like thinking about when we met like i said we were 16 17 Mm -hmm. right like i didn't start not that we're gonna get it super explicit here on the podcast but i (laughs) know i was like very adamant about not drinking in my early 20s oh me too yeah and i was I just didn't, like i didn't want to drink until i was legally of age and yeah. blah 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 so i, I was i think it. i was just scared of it and it was like very much affiliated with like cool teenagers and i was yeah. like oh god that's scary and stressful <laughs> and now to think that like a couple of weeks ago you were here and we were going to bars and i'm just like hmm, times have changed <laughs> like, yeah we, we went to our ramen restaurant we we're like let's have some sake i was like i guess we're adults i don't know what happened somewhere <laughs> we along do the way whatever the heck we want uh, <laughs> Good times. Oh man, Good times. that was cute. That was a nice question. Yeah, that was beautiful. I, whenever I feel sad, I'm gonna p- replay the part where you serenade <laughs> me. You tell me I'm ambitious serenade and smart. You. Really, That's thinks beautiful. I'm smart. I'm gonna figure mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> smart and determined, and a fantasy book. 
that's you. <laughs> you almost got me to read the name of the wind, but not quite. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Damn it. That's Closer. okay. I would be really curious to hear if our audience has books that they like associate with us, not mm. only because we've recommended them, but because we like, I don't know. I don't know if there's any yeah, other yeah, way yeah. to associate someone with a book that like a person that you don't really know, but or like a character, I would just be curious if they're like, oh, yeah. this is a Raylene, this is a Raylene character or whatever. I would really love to know what character I am. Not Draco Malfoy. Don't say Draco Malfoy or hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that would be really fun. Well, those were fun. Sorry, this is a bit of a shorter episode, guys, but I gotta go pick up some couches. Really? So. We've gotta go pick up our couches, guys. We, we're working on a strict timeline here. I think we nailed these questions, though. I, I really it. think we did a great job. I think um, we, this was good. We haven't been doing so great. Well, maybe we've been recovering lately. The past this, few weeks have been pretty good. Like we, took been we took we a break. Took we took a break, and, and then we helped. started being awesome again. The break helped. We took a break from the recommendation episodes because we were just kind of like, oh, God, what are we talking about anymore? We're recommending the same books. We need a break. Yeah. And the break worked. Here we're back, back with life, back with vigor. Back. Yeah, that's that's the exact word I was going to use. Well, we are off to go record our bonus mini podcast books, Unbucket. We've got a really fun question here um, from Sarah, who says, you mentioned once that bookstores have very specific tables, like book Ooh. you should read if you need a friend. Are you yes. excited? I love this one. My I'm excited. Is- I planned some out, Raylene. I planned oh my it. God. I usually don't plan for books on Bucket. Oh, I hell. think it's fun if we just wing it, but I planned for this one. Okay. You're going to have to go first because I have no plan. Um, she says, my question is, if you were setting up your own table, what would it be and which books would you pick? And she also nice. says to me specifically, if I've done it before, I can include past ones I've done because I did oh, yeah. in a bookstore. Because uh, um, you actually worked at a bookshop. You must yes. have created actual tables. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And um, before we go, though, I would be remiss if I didn't at least give one last shout out to our mugs. I Ooh. mean, we have two different mugs out right now. Yeah. We have our All Books Are Winners mug, which Hell is yeah. limited edition. Our last batch that will probably ever be made is on sale now. So get them while you can because... God, they are beautiful. Like God, they're, they're beautiful. It, it's surprise. It's much more beautiful than I ever thought. I kind of yeah. was expecting like a cheap, weird-looking mug, <laughs> but it's actually beautiful. <laughs> I wonder if we'll feel the same way when we get the dust jackets mug. We just haven't God, seen excited. it yet, so we're not we're not praising it because we oh. haven't gotten the co- we haven't yet, gotten them in the mail yet. DFTBA does really good mugs, and yeah. um, the dust jacket mug is taller. Like it's not <gasps> your yes. regular I'm glad little you mug. That out. I'm yeah. glad you pointed that out. Because I know big. a lot of people were like, I want a cool mug, like with a different big shape mug. or a different size or whatever. And so it is a taller kind of mug and yeah. it looks really cool. I can't wait to hold it. It's it's going to hold lots of tea, lots yeah. of coffee. And um, it's very dramatic looking. It's all black with all lots of little leather jackets all over it. So I love it. Um, I, um, also, the beanie. <laughs> I wanted to mention about the beanie. It's sold out. We oh, sold out I forgot about that. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. So I emailed gftb and i was like can we do another order and they were like yeah yeah of course so we did another we ordered an extra 50 mm-hmm. um so guys they'll probably sell out again i think because it's fall winter um mm-hmm. people are like it is a time to get a hat so definitely at our next live show or maybe the live show after once everybody has their beanies we can just all wear them so i always <gasps> oh wear God. we always wear beanies because our hair looks bad um <laughs> on sunday mornings at least mine does that's why it i does. wear mine that's me too um, don't worry <laughs> so it'll be cute if just imagining everybody wearing their little beanie and drinking out of a, a matching mugs I don't oh my know, God. that's just very cute that's, that's very cute to me that's beautiful so yes anyway 
we said it we did it please go buy our mugs we really love them and um obviously they help support the podcast and help yeah and it's just it's so fun that we get to make these really cool beautiful things that are part of our community and by like occasionally if you buy a piece of our merch it means we don't have to do ads right like you don't Mm -hmm. get ads in these episodes it's just us shouting out our patreon and our 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 own merch yeah so it's really cool that we get to stay hashtag independent hashtag (laughs) uh books unbound thank you (laughs) very beautiful very beautiful okay well we will talk to you guys next week once i've moved we'll have stories i'm sure it'll be great and um yeah we'll talk to you guys later bye bye